Fables of Latour, A War of a Thousand Dragons Special, featuring Kyle Trenholm Nevet as Ekmir, Christopher James Ouellette as Dawnbreaker, Kirsten Gray as Morgan Thorne, Knut Ellingson as Willa Twinning, and Quentin Foote as the Fable Weaver. So. Fucking douche ass Elemenzen comes in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yoink. I just, I potentially started a colossal war. I ruined somebody's life. You know, it's fine. Yeah. You, you were just, you were just one half of that as you're about to find out. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> and on that oh. note, welcome to a very special episode of The Fables of Latour. The Dragonhorn Heist. Oh boy. Okay. Oh yeah. Give the me the Dragonhorn Heist. Ooh. So as high. our current uh, Willow Guild adventurers are on the Half Moon Sea, battling fierce monsters and meeting up with grumpy dwarves, somewhere far down south in Rogar, in the city of Ragos, the capital of the country. It's a little tavern. <clears throat> and five individuals are enclosed inside. From the Golden Talon Inn, which is the uh, tavern you are all situated inside, you can see through a large window the snow-covered palace of Rogar. The entrance to said palace is through a skull that is the size of a small mountain once belonging to a creature known only as the Leviathan. The skull reminds you of a dragon, except it has six eye sockets, three on each side in the shape of a slightly cur curving line, almost like a scimitar. The remaining serpentine-like skeleton is more than large enough to wrap around and form the entire city wall. The palace itself sits high upon Wing Ridge that overlooks the infinite boundless ocean. As the daunting palace looms over the city, the silence of the tavern strikes you all, for nothing but the crackling of roaring hearth and the whipping winds outside, and a bard quietly strumming the lute is heard. The four of you are sitting at a table when a contact you've been waiting for arrives. A tall, dapper-looking Solsta elf. Golden, thick-flowing hair. A large, bushy golden beard and sun-kissed bronze skin with piercing golden eyes. Looks at all of you with a cunning smile on his face. He sits down and introduces himself. Good evening. I am Eolendir Tardinian, the one who has requested you all here. And right now, starting with Dawnbreaker, would you mind introducing yourself and giving us a little bit of a character description? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so 
Dawnbreaker uh, is sitting sort of hunched over with a cowl, two short swords on his side, one more like a Roman gladius and humming a bit. Um, could be seen as a gloom elf. Um, mildly brooding, but uh, his uh, hands look very well worked uh, for someone in this position. Um, very rough and calloused. But outside of that, uh, he's just kind of uh, playing with a small dagger on the table uh, and smiling as Aelendir uh, makes his approach and sort of looks to his left at uh, his next companion who's sitting beside him. And that companion is Ekmir. Am I saying that right, Kyle? Correct. So similar disposition, Ekmir's kind of hunched over, hood fully drawn up. Most of his face is covered. You know, to... some people may know most won't know him as the Shadow Janasi. It's a uh, favoring one uh, particularly uh, there's a rapier on his hip it has quite the hum about it. Uh, but otherwise he's just kind of aloofly checking out the tavern, not really paying much attention because he's uh, just waiting to hear what the terms are. Nice. Also for our intents and purposes, Shadow Scorn. But yes. <laughs> Um, sitting next to Ekmir is Morrigan Thorne? Yeah. Uh, Morrigan Thorne is, uh, she's one of the, uh, very f- few, I guess, here at this table that does not have a hood drawn. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, um, holds herself in, like, a nonchalant, kind of confident manner, but, um, uh, her her uh, physique gives her the um, appearance of a half-breed in a way. She doesn't look fully human, but she doesn't look fully Kintar either. She comes from a mixed background and she has a flute, a rapier and a couple of daggers at her side and um, goggles that either like lay loose around her neck or sit on top of her head that gives her the um, ability to see in nighttime since she cannot as a as a half elven individual um, she has just reddish kind of brown hair with tan skin and lots of freckles on her face and uh, any kind of eye makeup she has looks like it's been slept in for a couple of days, so it's a bit smudged. But she smiles coyly at uh, Aelendir and her companions. Nice. Solid description. Last but not least, Willa Twinning? Yeah. Uh, Willa Twinning, uh, he's an Asimar. Pale white skin, black eyes, also hood up with the other two companions in this group here. Uh, basically all black wearing with some purple accents. Got a nice big long sword and that's got some silver in it. And he's just sitting there kind of arms crossed, boots up on the table, just kind of waiting. Very nonchalant. First things first, Morgan, ladies first, would you mind holding out your hand? 
Well, you're not going to ask for like a blood ritual, are you? First date, that's a little presumptuous as she holds out her hand, takes off her glove. It just gives you a uh, a uh, a coy looking smile and he pulls out this small little um, heart shaped silver um, vial and he just pokes your palm with it. And you can see that like from the kneel um, that your blood gets sucked into it and you see it's uh, spinning around in this little glass heart shaped vial. Who's next? Well, don't all go at once. Give it here. Oh, an eager beaver. I like it. He pokes your hand. <clears throat> and he does this uh, to Ekmir and Willa as well. And you see he just kind of like pockets them. Oh, if you're wondering, it's just, you know, if you say anything you shouldn't about this job, well, at least I'll know where to find you. It's just business as usual. That's fine. Precisely. So, you are all here to extract a particular artifact from the bowels of the Rogarian Palace. I myself have recently seen the vault in which the horn is being held. I have determined three access points for you all. I will leave what you decide up to you. The first being the sewers, of course. The easiest, however, you will come up with several steel grates and the potential for, well, slimy monsters, should we call them. Secondly, there is a secret dock at the base of the cliff that the palace is built upon. If you were to look at the rock wall from the ocean, you would see nothing but more rock. This is due to an illusion. I can point you to where said dock is located if you wish to enter that way. Thirdly, and this, I might add, would probably be the most daring, but perhaps you're into the the more fun jobs, as it were. And he puts out four potions on the table. Potions of disguise. They will let you become dragon bloods for, let's be honest, a pretty inexact amount of time. If you were to take this route, you would have to make it through the throne room, into the war room, to the wooden elevator that goes down to the vault. No doubt you would have to be quick-tongued to make it that far, but of course I leave this up to you. But at any point, feel free to discuss amongst yourselves what sounds good, or you can let Aolendir keep uh, giving you the, the business to you. I mean, what is our goal here? Do we want to be sneaky about this? Is this a discreet contract, or is flair allowed? Oh, well, since you would be in the royal palace, I can't advise flair. And I will say, if you are caught, 
if the dragon bloods don't kill you, I will. Willow will ask, and how did you go in and see the vault? He just kind of gives you a bit of a smirk. And he goes, well, I am friends <clears throat> with Queen Vaseneth. And I might have done her a favor or two over the years. Well, let's just say after a rigorous night, I managed to convince her to let me downstairs. A rigorous night, you say? Mm. Can I do an insight check on that? Oh, please do. Just for a point of clarity, is it Queen Vicenith or is it someone else? Because we know Vicenith, um, we know, sorry, Red Willow knows Vicenith as princess. Uh, uh, the Lady of Death, whatever her name is. Right, that, that, was, that was my bad. I meant Queen, um, Queen Renalia. There we go. Yo, oh, point of clarification. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elandir, uh, is he fucking? Is that <laughs> <laughs> nice and blunt? Got it. Perfect. Oh. Uh, do, do, you, do you actually ask that, Tom? No, Will is doing his inside check. I, this okay. is just Chris. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Will got a sixteen. And you're trying to discern what exactly? Sorry. Is, is he fucking? fucking? <laughs> <laughs> no, <he's> fucking. <laughs> If that's actually what happened, if he spent the night and kind of like went down 16? with it, yeah. Or do Were I you? think like <laughs> he snuck in and kind of scooted out himself, kind of thing? To be entirely um, honest, um, even with the sixteen, this dude um, has mastered the art of being an enigma. You have no fucking idea. Dream, the dreamiest eyes. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like fault her for it, but. <laughs> and like, if you think he did make it down there by himself, he probably just would have stole it if he had the chance anyway. Mm, so you think yeah. he's probably telling the truth? Yeah. Okay. Well, if we're looking for quiet ways in, I can assist with that. Um, as long as you don't mind the muck on your feet. game <clears throat> i've stepped in worse hopefully not for this contract though <laughs> no hopefully not these are new boots after all delight um not to put the cart before the horse there you bearded and chiseled man of all sorts but uh what sort of payment are we looking for or is it more as per request i have arranged your payment with you each exclusively now do our characters really know much about uh the horn and what because like do we know about what this artifact is you can each give me a history check if you'd like and you're also more than welcome to ask aolen here okay History. Oh, you know what? I like this character. She's got a plus 10 to history. Oh, shit. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah. Excuse me? Morgan <laughs> knows what she's stealing at all times. <laughs> Will's and, got an advantage, so. And that was a natural 20 on that, too. So. Oh, my so, God, a 30? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Kirsten. Sorry. I was going to make you work for it, but apparently 
you're like the Hermione Granger of this group, and I've already done all of your research, so. Um, actually, it's a... Here's the thing. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Yeah. <laughs> really got a 25. Sorry. Yeah. Cut that. Oh, man. Sorry, Honestly, 24. uh... 24. What, 24? Yeah. Dawnbreaker's enraptured in Aeol Endier's eyes, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> and you're not the first one, so... He's, and you won't uh, be the last. He's yeah. mysterious. <laughs> All right, so Morrigan, you know everything there is, and honestly, <laughs> Willa probably does too, but yeah. here it is. The dragon horn, as it's colloquially known, is actually a tooth. And it is one of the oldest artifacts in Latour. For Skalger, the diamond dragon, pulled a tooth from his own maw and carved it into a horn. And if you blow into this horn, it summons every dragon on Latour. Or dragons are the children of Skalger. And long ago, it was secured by Ragos the Reaper and locked away in what would eventually become his palace and the capital of Rogar. Ever since then, it has been guarded by every royal generation. Sorry, it was Ragos the what? What was his moniker? The Reaper. The Reaper, okay. And it would be an entirely separate role to know stuff about Ragos the Reaper. Yeah, that's fine. Come on, Morgan. Natural 20, natural 20, natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Or, like, he, he, he existed just for, like, you know, world knowledge as mm -hmm. listeners in the beginning of the First Age. Like, he was among... Well, he was the very first Dragonblood. Oh, like, more... Less like documented, more like fables. Yeah, like the legend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but correct. Morgan, you've been staring at the table for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Dawnbreaker. I've been trying to recall all my information I have on the horn. It's um, uh, intriguing to know that we are looking for such an artifact, ALN Deer. Yes, I suspect it would be. Now, what per se is the assurance that we're protected afterwards if we are managing to able to get this? Such a powerful art artifact can cause a lot of damage potentially, so... I believe you've set up proctored travel for us, should we be successful under different names? Absolutely. Anything you deem necessary moving forward, including safe houses scattered across mm. the continent, have been set up. All you need is ask. And of course, the burden of carrying the object and transporting will fall on my shoulders and my shoulders alone. Well... It just seems so easy, doesn't it? Mm. I like your attitude. 
Now, let me state, if at any point you are spotted in the dungeon and a Rogarian soldier sounds the lure, and you guys know a lure is essentially a little like battle horn, Port mm-hmm. Kalai will drop throughout the dungeons, effectively locking you in. And undoubtedly you will be met with the full force of the palace within a matter of moments. And we never met you. He just kind of gives you a wink. Mm. Well, I'm down for the shitty way in. Now, do you know if there's any other traps or things that we should look out for on the way? You're talking about the vault of a royal palace, Willa? Well, I'm just thinking along the way. He obviously seems to know something if he's been down there without them setting off. From what I know, there are glyphs scattered periodically throughout the rooms. You will need... Well, here's the catch. You need a royal hand to access the vault. Now, the tomb of Ragos is one of few rooms down there. And rumor has it, I did not see it, but my sources say the old catacombs from the First Age were connected to the tomb before a new catacomb was made in the upper palace. There you would be able to secure a hand quite easily. Stinky walk. Take a hand. And we're in. You may also notice an abandoned priory, which you guys know is basically just like a church. Hmm. There may be information there you can garner or tools or something to help you along your way. And there was also a room that I did not enter, but it had heavy metal doors. And Renalia told me that just through those doors is where the tomb of Ragos was. She was not keen to show me for some reason, but I expect you'll be needing to go through there regardless. Don't get caught. Lots of traps. Oozy ways in. This is going to be delightful. <laughs> Willa, Ekmir, Laura again. Questions? Comments? I won't say concerns, because I'm sure there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> Seems all rather straightforward. We get in, we get out. We go about our separate ways. I never see any of you again. Oh. How rude. Nature of the business. Willa. No, yes, Morrigan. Personally, I'm quite satisfied with this tall cup of water over here, so... I've asked my questions. I'm ready for a challenge. Hmm. So, stinky route, yes? No? No one's really jumping for preferences. So, Elendia, where are the sewers? He says, um, as a matter of fact, I didn't pick this in 
just by chance. Mm. However, I will say, if you do choose the sewers, you will need something to cut through the steel gates. Mm. Are you, any of you equipped for such things? For cutting, no, but I do have means of opening locks if needed. So if the gates are locked, that is well in hand. Yes, doubly so over here. I expect they are for maintenance of the sort, so that should be fine. And also how how guarded is the secret dock? From what I've heard, there's a single guard. It is really an escape route. So the guard is there to make sure that no one accidentally stumbles upon the illusion and make sure the boat hasn't floundered and is always ready to go. And where does the secret dock lead to again? After, like, into the castle. The sewers and the secret dock should lead to generally the same area. A series of networking tunnels for uh, overflow of water and drainage of the sort from the inner palace. Are you willing to loan us a tool or a means to breaking, cutting the the gates in the sewers? Pretty please. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it as an investment to this uh, mm. future endeavors. He goes, I might have picked something up in Serenstrom a few years back. It is a trusty tool. And he puts this small, it just kind of looks like, almost like a, a, like a CO2 cylinder on the table. And um, there's a, a second piece of metal um, above this gap held together by like two thick wires. And he presses the button and um, a solid stream of lightning starts to skip back and forth. This has been useful in the past for cutting steel. It might do the trick. And it just kind of slides that to the center of the table for someone to grab. Yoink. <laughs> just like, <laughs> dang it. Yeah. Too slow. Thank you. It's much appreciated. Mm. Surely you must have prepared uh, provisions of sorts for us. Provisions, sorry? Yeah. Potions. Uh, anything mm. of the a go bag, as it were. <laughs> Historically, in my Latour one shots, I have liked to give you guys a um, like a bag of, you know, in the moment items. He'll put one on the table for you guys, um, and he says inside you might find a few useful items along your way. Okay. I definitely thought you meant he put a single potion on the table. Yeah. I'm like, cool, yeah. cheapskate. <laughs> Got it. It is, it is vile green and it looks angry. Don't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> it is squirming on the inside. Yeah. But if you do choose to use the sewers, I have an access port to the bottom of this tavern. Are there any prying ears or anyone paying mm -hmm. extra mm. attention to this conversation at all? Does it seem anyone seems to care in the slightest? You look around and the tavern is empty. Um, you even look to the barkeep and there's no one behind the bar. There are six people in this room, you five and a bard 
that Aolander says he hired. Um, yeah. But I did, in fact, buy out the tavern for the night. Is, this is a stupid question. Does he have any loose coin purses that hang at his hip or something what like that? What are you doing? <laughs> Do it! Do it! This is how we die. <laughs> so Aelendir is, he's got like a long, almost like uh, woolen trench coat on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then underneath that, it's like robes and layer upon layer. Um, the only like grabbable thing you see on his person is a wand that kind of hangs in his breast pocket under uh, like a particular uh, waistcoat. You think this dude is packing so many so things. much yeah just nothing for eyes to see okay mm-hmm. um okay yeah morgan doesn't she just clocks the wand but doesn't reach for anything um just a question for uh out of out of tavern time um we're in we're in regos right like we are in the capital city of rogar is it weird yeah. to see so many non-Dragonbloods here, or it's nope. a, a mixed mosaic nope. thing? It's the capital of Rogar, so they have a lot of import-export. It's a city of about uh, 20,000, um, and 5,000 of those are probably like consistent. Um, you know, there's a huge port here. Um, just merchants, traders, travelers. Okay. Okay, so it's not weird to have no. Shadow Scorn, Kintar half-breeds and all that stuff. Okay. And historically, a big part of the the coming of the Second Age was that the Rogarians were um, going to be more open to the Outer World. Um, of course, historically, everyone, all of the races kind of hate each other and have stuck to their own areas, but they don't shun people by any means who visit. Are you guys ready to go? Well, yes. So it's decided. Sewers, then? Well, I think walking in with undetermined magics or potions is probably not the best. I was a more a fan of the dog, but with your payout, I'm sure you can afford a boat after this. I'm not <laughs> doing it for the boat. <laughs> Sounds like someone who wants a boat. That's what they're in denial. Boat Nile, I believe they call it. <laughs> I just didn't want shit on my boots after this job. But why? It would only match your face. Oh. <laughs> Better than matching my personality like you. Well, one to sniff it out, I can see. But... Oh boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Lendier looks to you guys and he's like, I think I've hired the right people for this job. <laughs> shit talkers? Yeah, of course. That's that's when we're speaking in the sewers, the shit talkers. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> All right. He leads you um, to the basement and um, opens, um, <laughs> honestly, for the lack of a better terms, because you guys picked the sewers. He flips open a latrine and he goes, jump in, take your first right. <laughs> And you can walk the rest of the way. <laughs> it's a straight shot. Uh, soon you'll hear the uh, the sound of the ocean. Once uh, you're about 100 paces from the open water, there'll be a, uh, a tunnel that leads to under the palace. 
Well, no time like the present. And Dawnbreaker will plug his nose and <laughs> jump right in. Jump on down. <laughs> Y'all hear a fairly <laughs> thick splash. Thank you. just muttering to himself. Could have been a blacksmith. Could have had an earnest uh, honest living. Here I am waiting through shit. And he just follows <laughs> in behind Dawnbreaker. He seemed a little too comfortable on that. Nordum will jump in. Nordum, what's Nordum? All right. <laughs> Willa will jump in <laughs> reluctantly after. Morgan follows suit. Right. And you just hear a, uh, a very enthusiastic, best of luck. I'll be here. See you soon. You hear the toilet close behind you. And after about an hour of walking and navigating these dark sewers, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> you 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 would just hope that the smell you'd get used to it, and you don't. No, it it doesn't get better. You know, hey, Morgan has some alchemy tools. I'm sure she's got smelling salts that we can all like <laughs> duck into, like a cloth, and have it. You know, whoa, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That wakes your right up. <laughs> Those are the two options. Waiting in shit and smelling salts. <laughs> I don't know, man. Something nice. She's got patchouli. <laughs> Willa's like, this is why we should have taken the dock. This is why we should have taken the dock. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, we're swimming. So. <laughs> you uh, see that um, tunnel that Aelendir was referring to. And I will bring you over to the map. I suggest zooming in as far as possible to the top right. Oh, Jesus. Oh, she's big. Jesus, what have she, you done? She big, she, but there's not much there. She's thick. Got it. Fuck. I, I just, I, I, I'm not convinced in the slightest. Okay. <laughs> All right. And you guys come up to your first steel grate. Don't make you, you're up. Did we want to see if we can just. Pick this open, or Morrigan, you said you had something for that as well. Hmm. But I mean, if you have some, by all means, go ahead. Ladies first, after all. For a band of mm. thieves, I'm sure we all have tools for the job. Are we all rogues? That's actually a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Willa is a blood hunter. Right, okay. Mm. <laughs> Ekmer is 100% a rogue. And I think since Canute picked a race that doesn't exist, he'll probably be a human for this. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and so you come up to this steel uh, grate. Uh, it's just like several bars um, attached to this carved out um, rock. Um, and the bars you can see uh, are firmly uh, built into the rock. It's just kind of like a circular tunnel. You're a typical sewer. Any obvious locks on the grate? Yeah, dead center. There is like a, a lock that is built into the bars. Um, so, you know, you if like you could probably cut it with that tool, it would take a couple minutes. Um, or you could try picking it in a matter of seconds. I'm, I'm going to try to pick it first. All right. Sleight of hand, correct? Uh, I think so. Uh, that is a 28. Yes. You hear a satisfying click 
And um, without even having to push it, the, the bars just kind of swerve inwards. Morgan takes a, a, a light bow after you guys. Goggles on, by the way, so she can actually see in the dark. <laughs> How many did he say the, the words of these again? I don't think he gave us a number, unfortunately, Willa. All right. We're wasting time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. You come up to the next bend. You see more uh, soil stained fucking tunnel. Um, at a certain point, you see there is a uh, a skeleton. Oh, uh, just kind of like face down in the uh, few inches of uh, sewer water. I will say Ekmir, as he's going through the sewers, will just be constantly be scanning between kind of surface level and checking the roof to see for any apparent mm-hmm. true. Uh, Trudes. Any traps? Oops. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're, you're keeping a, a good eye open, um, Ekmir, and um, you're pretty confident there shouldn't be any traps here, um, given your history as a a rogue. Um, but you do see at this U-bend up along the tunnel, there is another uh, steel grate. Well, we'll, we'll poke the skeleton with his sword to make sure it's not going to come alive behind us yeah you kind of like poke it and um it doesn't move or anything and um you can tell just by the skull that it was it was a human all right what do you guys do now confidently walk up to the second grate you're gonna try this handy tool or you're gonna throw another uh pick lock at it be to keep on picking the lock until such needed for a tool I think that's the best route, yes. I will pick the lock again. All right. So I can't help but notice he failed to mention how many uses this tool has. The 12. <laughs> Ooh. That's sad. One of, you, it's one of your picks breaks. Did Morgan, really? Oh, calm down. I didn't you realize could do this it. Was, damn it. Fine, I will do it. <laughs> Find stage fright habits of the best of us. Uh, yeah, Dawnbreaker will give it a go if you'll allow, because I'm also proficient in chicanery. So, yeah, okay. I knew this was oh. going to become a pissing contest before long. It I know, I was absolutely. Like, was. <laughs> uh, Sam is having a hard time not trying to sabotage Chris right now, <laughs> just for a lock. <laughs> plus eight is 25. Okay, nice. You hear your satisfying click and you get uh with that click comes a burst of self-confidence. Well, maybe maybe you loosened it up for me. I'll go on through. <laughs> nice. You see that the tunnel kind of takes a slight curve to the right and then it opens into what looks like a um like a not a uh like a sinkhole and it has filled up with water just like and by water i mean just a huge pool refuse sewer sewage (laughs) yeah uh you look to your right and you see that there's uh a little bit of land um made up by um the rubble um but no real way to get to the other side as of yet. 
and I will say for your guys' game purposes, the measuring stick doesn't work, so each square is just five feet. Gotcha. So looking up to the avenue to the left, is there anything obscuring the path, or is it just a, a terrain issue? It's just it's just water. Like it's just sewage. It's just a big pool of sewage here. Eckmary will look back to you and see over there, and he will shadow step. Ooh. Oh, nice. You sad. Turn nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, being the shadow scorn that you are, you held an end of a rope. You could have. <laughs> you call upon the lingering shadow, and you become one with it, and you bamf to the other side. Tad Rue. We wouldn't have this problem if we just went to the dock. Regardless, we're still swimming, Mila. At least we wouldn't be swimming in shit. How many times can we say shit this episode? <laughs> I'm going to count it and put it in the intro. Are we, are we jumping? Mila, um, you're strong, right? I have my days. You have your day. Could you take the end of a rope and perhaps mosey on over? You know, when you have the time, of course, move. <laughs> from, from solid ground to solid ground, Willa, it's about 30 feet. Yeah, 30 feet? That's a jump. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Willow's going to at least do probably a run and jump. To try uh, limit, I give them you. Out. I give you one end of the rope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll take one end of the rope and do a running jump as far as he can to limit the amount of swimming he has to do in this shit. This is how you sewage. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, what is your strength, Willa? Uh, plus two, so fifteen. Oh, you're way stronger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you can only jump about 12 feet. Okay. And then <laughs> uh, maybe it was deeper than you were thinking, but as you just kind of <laughs> hit this water, you were just and you see a little uh, splotch of shit above your head as he just sinks straight down into the sewage. Ew. And Will, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Strength oh, saving no. throw. All right. Uh, I will just yeah, look back. Plus, what is going on? Plus three. You feel something grab your leg. No, oh, no. <laughs> and start pulling you down. And whatever it is, you manage to kick it off. And oh. you uh, resurface. And probably start swimming like hell, I imagine. Yeah, I, I swim for my life. Yeah. So between the jump and the swim speed, you would be able to get there uh, to the other side, no problem. Uh, is there anything to tie the rope off to? I get to the other side. You think there's like a couple pieces of loose rubble you might be able to like stick it under, but nothing like solid. Oh my. And Ekmirs, he just like stands next to you. You you see like stench lines floating <laughs> off of him. <laughs> You know, I understand we're in a sewer, but how could you possibly smell worse than a sewer? 
I wanted to go to the dog. That's all I'm always saying. Grab this freaking rope and hold it for me as they cross. Oh. <laughs> Ekmer will just like try to like grab a piece of it. Uh, He'll like take a bunch of it and just slam it against his chest. <laughs> He'll just stare down at his tunic. Like an no, 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 you know, I didn't think I would need to take that as a bard, so uh. All right, Morgan and Don Breaker, you are filled with uh, confidence. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that wasn't very confident inspiring. <laughs> he kind of floundered in shit for tw- like 18 feet. Yeah, yeah. After you. Yes, fine. Uh, yeah, he'll attempt to take a running start with a strength of 10. <laughs> have a plus zero. Can I give oh, him? Yeah, like, I have a, I have a plus zero. Yeah, like a help action of some sort. I'm, I'm like, fast as fuck, but <laughs> <laughs> like, don't step on that rock. That rock is loose, kind of thing. <laughs> There's no rocks. It's just floating turds. <laughs> <laughs> so it could not be worse timing, Dawnbreaker, as you jump your ten feet. Um. <laughs> And something ripples across the uh, sewage water. And I'm assuming you have hold of the rope. Yeah, like with one hand trying to somewhat yeah. guide him along kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so same thing, just like a solid plop sound as uh, much like a turd would make hitting water. <laughs> yeah. You just <laughs> you just sink yeah. right in. And um, Ekmir and Willa, you feel the rope go real taut as Dawnbreaker, I need a strength saving throw. Nope. That's a seven, guys. <laughs> nice so knowing you're, you're pretty sure he's being pulled under the water by something. Willa, you, you have a good guess as to what. <laughs> just holding my breath, yo. <laughs> it's not this heavy. Why is the... What is going it, on? There's something in the water. Pull. Uh, Willa will start pull him pretty hard I guess and then he'll right. yell to Morgan grab on the other end is that this point of order doesn't Dawn Breaker have the other end of the rope am I kind of on my own now on the no, side not like he, he would have left this the spare rope and then use it as like a guide but not gotcha yeah okay yeah. I'm not gonna so leave I... you stranded yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll come later. <laughs> I need strength checks from Ekmir, Dawnbreaker, and Willa. So Willa and Ekmir, how hard you're pulling, and Dawnbreaker, how hard you're holding on. Oh, I'm holding up, on please. at least. Please clutch up, because I got an 8. That's you a dirty 20. I rolled a 19 plus 1. Okay, oh. I got a 16. <laughs> so that's not bad. Yeah. Some, 6 above average, some would say. <laughs> Willa got a, so, a whiff of himself as he started pulling. Yeah. <laughs> so you pull Dawnbreaker out, and this brown colored, just like squid thing, is just got his leg, and it comes out with him, and it's just kind of like crawling up him. 
Uh, we'll take out his sword and uh, slice that tentacle off, I guess. Is it like, or is the squid on him, or is it just like a tentacle? Uh, it's just like a single tentacle. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll... So let's get a, an attack. Uh, it's 15 plus 6, so 21. All right, you cut that tentacle clean off. Perfect. What do you have? <laughs> right off to the side. Eggman's just grabbing Don by like his trousers, like tunic, and he's just reefing him onto the ground. Yeah, so much shit, so much. <laughs> Gotta put you guys in sewers more often. <laughs> Bella. Bella, stop vomiting. What was that? Morgan, hurry up. There's something in the shit water. I'm just going to say you look at it and take your leg off because it's really tempting now. Uh, are we helping? Come on. <laughs> What's the roll that I have to make? Sorry, a strength check? No, it's just your strength modifier plus 10 feet if you take a long jump. Mm. No I way I can make this acrobatic, say? <laughs> No. That's, what I was, that's what I was hoping to ask. But <laughs> no, okay. Well, you could it, attempt to like climb the rocks. Do you think it would be outrageously difficult? Thirty. <laughs> you, you rolled a thirty tonight already. You might be able to do it again. You know, I I'm kind of tempted because I feel pretty confident in that. Yeah. Jeez, no. <laughs> so acrobatics. Or yeah. is that athletics then to scale the the rocks? I would take an acrobatics. Oh, thank you. Just trying to like nimbly balance on the side rocks mm. of the wall. Oh my god. Yeah. Morgan. Twenty-five total. Damn, girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, as, as a plus thirteen to her acrobatics, so that's what Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna say you make it. But your boot only slips into the shit once. That's fine. I like kick it off. <laughs> like, ugh. you just wipe it off on Dawnbreaker, who's on the ground. <laughs> no, no, that's a bad idea. She'll get more on her if she does yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like when you like step in dog shit, you like scrape it on the floor. That's what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, but you're scraping it on more shit. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. Awesome. Yeah. Deal. So you see, this tunnel continues for about another hundred feet. And one final steel grate that leads into quite a large room, about 50 feet by 50 feet. And you see there's three ladders on the other side of this steel grate. And a hatch on the floor. If we ever work together again, we're taking the docks. That's our escape route. We can't go back through the sewers, they'll expect that. We'll go to the docks, it's fine. I'd rather took the potions at this point then go through here that's fair that's fair that's fair <laughs> i'm sorry well, fully expect to trigger the alarm so we need to make a getaway and we can't just leave the way we came in without them knowing right thank you well i mean given what we saw from her lock picking earlier <laughs> she scaled the rock side yeah, that was kind of nuts, to be honest. Well done, Morgan. <laughs> I just wish that I knew that was an option. Right? 
I, I didn't even see it. I just saw poop and I thought jump. <laughs> well, it's not my fault you guys aren't thinking outside the box. <laughs> give it a go. Who, who's picking this one? Here. You want to give this one a try? Oh, sure, sure. Why not? Ooh, uh, ooh. 21? Oh, fucker. Yeah, I'm plus just, 12 to slide a hand. What do you want? <laughs> you just make it. Uh, by now, you guys have discerned the DC is 20, so uh, well done on that. Um, the third one uh, slides open, and you are met with three options. Um, you see that the ladder to the left uh, is, fill, is like caved in with rubble. Uh, the ladder directly in front of you and to the right of you are open and the hatch in the floor um, has like one of those classic like uh, wheels on it that like you spin and unlocks mm. it kind of thing. I'm assuming we need to go up, right? The palace would be up from here or I guess down into the vault potentially. I mean, shit all runs downhill. <laughs> I believe he said it was to the right when we came to ahead from either the shore or what we just came through is to the right. But I don't know if this is it. I think that was the path we took earlier. The path we took a right to get to these sewers. Correct, yeah. Well. <laughs> did did uh, Aelendir tell us a path from this point on? No, because he hasn't actually seen this specifically. Yeah, okay. no. He knew mm -hmm. he knew that the sewers and that there was an entrance, but yeah. he didn't know exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you you suspect because you guys kind of like heard um, the the lapping, crashing waves um, before you turned right to get into these sewers, the sewer mm. tunnel, anyways, um, the ocean, and it sounded like it was kind of a distance below you still, like it wasn't crashing like right up against that that exit. So you think down probably leads to the docks. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Can I uh, open the hatch? Is it like a, just easy open hatch or yep. do you have to? Yep, it is. Right. You just spin the wheel on top and you hear the locks give and you can slide it open. Yeah, well, we'll do that. Kind of like not just like throw it open, but like try to be quiet yep. about it and just see where it goes. If you zoom out a bit. You can see um, just to the bottom right a little bit. It's like this octagon room um, filled with torches. Mm -hmm. um, looks pretty well maintained, actually, considering what you've seen and the room you're in right now. And you distinctly hear um, the ocean coming from this room. Well, there's our escape route. There's our bathing station. <laughs> it would be nice to get cleaned up before. Further. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to give you, you, you two uh, disadvantage on your stealth checks because you reek so bad. <laughs> Double disadvantage. I'll take it. <laughs> Any perception based on smell, we just lose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll go with that. Is there any kind of um, just looking... 
at the walls here any sort of writing like etch marks from maybe like even just the construction of this uh this room slash sewers any kind anything on the walls etching signage no okay no you see the room you're in is still uh just carved out stone from the from the mountain that you're in Ekmir will uh, approach Dawnbreaker. Now, surely you won't mind, but I think I'll go first. I don't want you dripping on me. Be my guest. Whoop, up he goes. All right, Ekmir. You climb up the ladder and you see uh, a metal grate that just opens quite easily. Um, leads into um, the abandoned priory. And you kind of poke your head out and you get a decent view. Ekmir. Hey, down here. What what do you see? What do your elven eyes see? <laughs> I heard it was a joke that the kids were making. What's up? I see a church. <laughs> What's up? I don't see much. Get up here. Oh no, now he wants the shit covered. Gloom. Come back, find it. <laughs> <laughs> Dawnbreak will try and make his way up the ladder. Uh, hopefully, not slip. <laughs> yeah. Wipes, wipes his hands down on the wall. Hang on. <laughs> there you go. You uh, you make it up pretty easy. You see the um, the abandoned priory is comprised entirely of well worked stone, mm. um, albeit in various stages of decay. Um, it quickly becomes evident at one point there was a large fight in here. Mm. Um, the many pews um, are scattered and um, broken and laying in splinters. At the far right end of the room is a massive statue of Skalger. And this room is about uh, uh, probably like 50 feet wide by almost 100 feet long. Ooh, okay. Too big. Yeah, and um, you see various like statues again, broken and crumbling, but then the the one main one of Skalger at the far end is uh, still intact. Yeah, I don't know what Ekmir is doing, but I would like to a be sneaky and b be on the lookout for because now we're in so runes or the things that Aelendir mentioned. I'm sure Ekmir is also looking for that as well, but so I'll give him assistance if he wants or vice versa, but. I'll take uh, perception checks unless you're investigating a specific area. I'm just trying. No, I'm for me. I'm just trying to glyphs anything that's going to give off alarms, all that fun stuff. Uh, is it perception. dark in here? Ooh. It is dark in here. Yep. Okay. Thank you, my dude. Perception you- twenty-two. Two two. Nice. Your twilight power doesn't work for ability checks. It's just attacks. Uh, if that's what you're thinking, you have advantage so, on perception checks in dim or dark light, superior dark vision. What? Oh, well, that's yeah. how I get it. Just kidding. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. I thought Just, you were doing it, the other thing. It does have to be attacks, under. Yeah. It has to be under starlight. That is oh, all. Oh, okay. Okay. So just the first yeah. one then. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so Ekmir's got this one then because I rolled a whopping first one, I think was like a 12. So, okay. Still not bad. Um, you guys are pretty confident there's Not no great. glyphs in here, um, but you do see several skeletons, some with like satchels still on them and like uh, decent looking armor and uh, weapons of the sort. 
That's kind of disconcerting. Whereabouts are the skeletons? Um, you see one is in the middle of the room, close to um, the statue of Skalger. Eggman will continue to make his way through the room, making his way over to the hallway here to kind of peer down and see what his elven eyes can see. While he does that, I will investigate this dais slash work table? Yeah, I don't know what they call it, but you know, like how the dudes stand behind something when they're given a uh, ceremony or whatever, like a stand-up table thing type deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, like, a, a, like a podium, a pew, uh, well, pews where you podium, sit in right? the, yeah, yeah, yeah raised podium, yeah. Podium, yeah, that's the that. we're going to get. So you see, um, um, there's like a, uh, an actually, uh, like a nice golden goblet, a, an old book of Skalger. Mm. Um, and you open it and like the pages are just like so soggy and, and moldy that like it's not legible anymore. Gotcha. So, you know, that goblet would be worth like a crisp 50 uh, gold pieces or some like gems uh, encrusted along the mouthpiece. Mm. Um, but that's all that you find there. And I'm just, just going to leave it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Respect, respectable. And, you know, you have uh, some intel and payday coming your way if you succeed this so well and and that's part of it right if we're trying to leave no trace yeah. then things shouldn't go missing i'll tuck across and we'll both garner down this hallway as we i'm assuming see what's in the other room of mischief <laughs> so what is your you your two passive perception ekmir and dusk breaker Sixteen for me. Eighteen for me. Eggman's a perceptive boy. You you both hear um just like faint whispering from like far down this hallway. But I'll leave you two there. What are Willa and Morrigan doing? Uh, Willa kind of just wanted to check up the other ladder to see where it went Mm -hmm. while they kind of went up the other ladder. Same seas. So you climb up the ladder and. It's same thing opens into like a uh, a little bit of a grate that just opens up and you're in like the middle of this long winding um, stoneworked hallway. Um, what's your passive perception, the two of you? Mine's not great. It's 13. Also 13. Yeah, you you still actually hear this. Uh, it doesn't sound like whispering. It, it sounds like faint. Um, like chatting. Um, you suspect like they're pretty close and it's coming from the right. Can we discern any uh, language that's being spoken? Uh, it is Drekken. I do know Drekken. All right. You hear, um... Man. Sure thought this would be more exciting when I took on this job. The other guy's like, yeah, well, I've been doing it for 10 years. It has never been exciting. I think you picked the wrong job, kid. And they're just going back and forth. Just odd banter. They're just do it, talking guard duty banter. There's nothing crazy going on over there, Willa. It's... Uh, they're guarding something, but... Uh, do I think I'd be able to like poke my head out a little bit without yep. being spotted? To just kind of see where both ends of the hallway go? So this is all you see here. Okay. It's quite literally what is just highlighted. Sharp corners. Okay. Yeah, sharp corners, and you are just like unfortunately dead center in this 
hallway. Yeah. Uh, Willa might like to go the opposite way just a tiny bit uh, to the left. Kind of like sneak down and poke his head around the corner to see if there's anything that way. You poke your head around this corner and you see those metal doors Aolendir was talking about. Okay. And those are the metal doors that uh, he was saying that most likely Ragos is behind? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Ragos or whatever it was. The Tomb of Ragos should be one room yeah. off of um, this uh, door that you see. Okay. Uh, Willow will just take that information and go back to Morgan. I think I think Ragos's tomb is down that way. It's got the big metal doors Aolendia was talking about. Do we want to go in ourselves, or do we want to catch up with those two knuckleheads? I think the oh, knuckleheads please. would be... Oh, damn it, I was going to say, please split the party, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Morgan is, you know, 100% down to split the party and leave Ekmir and Dawnbreaker behind, but... Oh... <laughs> uh... Rule number one, never split the party, but it's a band of cutthroat freaking thieves. Do you think we have a sense of camaraderie? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go back and get them because we might need numbers. And you know, it's easy to get in with two people, but to get out with two is a little harder. Agreed. So we'll, we'll head down and up the other side. Mm-hmm. So you two are casing this hallway and you hear um, Willa and Morrigan uh, clamoring up the ladder. Could you be any louder? You got two dragon guards on the others on the end of this hallway. So just be careful. Do we know if it's this hallway? Oh, I'm assuming it all connects, but I could be wrong. Two dragon board guards. Oh, no. Ekmeri will just zip around the corner and start making his way down. Wait, 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 wait. We know where Vagos' tomb is. Where? Further down? Up the other ladder. Okay, so we clear these two, and then either we go to Vagos' tomb or the catacombs. We still need a hand, a royal hand, don't we? Yeah, we could go to the catacombs, or we could go back and sneak through the way you wanted. Either way. I don't think we need to involve the guards if we don't have to. Regardless, if we get the hand or not, we're going to have to head back to this place, aren't we? They're still going to be there, aren't they? One, one thing does ring in all of your minds as you're discussing this. Reolendir uh, talking about if the lure is sounded. Mm-hmm. 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 And sorry, we need a hand to get into Regos's tomb, right? No, you need a hand to get into the vault. Yeah, okay. And so. and Aolandir is pretty sure there is a royal catacomb attached to the tomb of Ragos. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that's, now, yeah. now I'm understanding the, 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 the layout. layout. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying we might not need to go past these gods because we could get the hand from the vault and yes. then find, or from the catacombs and then find the vault. Where? How? What if they are in front of the vault, is what I'm saying. Well, we take care of them. Why don't we just get the hand first? Fine, fine. So, so we'll get that we'll get way, the hand. 
if we take them out, they're there. Another god set of gods comes, finds them, and then they're on the high alert. Yeah, fine, fine. Get the hand first, then deal with the gods. Give yourself a hand for that plan. I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll do a very light, like silent clap to himself. Very ironically, too. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Go back through okay. the gates, go down the ladders, Deal. go up the ladders, get to the other side, <laughs> and sneak to the giant... You said they're stone doors? Metal doors. Metal. Oh, fuck me. All right. I mean, we're going to be fine. Don't worry about this, guys. <laughs> down we go. Poop, poop, poop. Up we go. Poop, poop, poop. All the while being poop sneaky. And then still, <laughs> still all clear, right? No, no guards have wandered down the hallway? No. Not that you've Perfect. seen. Okay. So you... Walk up to these metal doors. You can tell right off the bat they're not locked. Runes? On the door? Murder runes on the door? <laughs> uh, not that you, see, not okay. that you can see. No. Uh, I'll do an investigation on the door to see if there's anything traps or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I got advantage on it, so 13 and 15 plus 5, so a natural 20. You are convinced this door... It's just an ordinary door. This door is going to kill us. All right. Uh, Dawnbreaker will <laughs> very so quietly open one of the doors, peer in. Do I have a stealth check if you're being oh so quiet? Oh so quiet. Uh, all right. Let's see what I can do. Uh, 13 plus 12 is 25. Well done. This door, you see, just you open it. And it's an interesting room, for it is filled with junk, debris. The tables are broken. The chairs are broken. There is a massive cast iron um, chandelier that is laying upside down on the floor. There is an anvil turned upside down. There is a skeleton in full plate mail that is laying on the floor all contorted weirdly. And as all of you enter, the door closes behind you, and you see a pulse of purple light. God damn it. And all four of you are dead. dead. Pulled to the ceiling magnetically no. by anything mm. that is metal on you. Uh, so if you are in full plate mail... You are stuck to the ceiling. If you are holding on to any weapons and you don't let go, you are clinging to the ceiling. The chandelier smashes against the ceiling. The anvil hits the ceiling. The skeleton body hits the ceiling. And you are all just kind of hanging there. Six, 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 six. <laughs> What's up? Fellas, it's us. We are what is up. <laughs> this is nice. Hey, nice one. Is there anyone who is not wearing metal that is not stuck to the roof? If not, my ring by my hand, the crowbar in my backpack is enough to pull me up. Yeah, I don't know. Morgan's uh, got like leather armor, but she's got two daggers, a rapier, and a crossbow on her on her. So. But a dagger being magnetized is not going to be enough to lift you up. Like, it's just going to rip through your clothing. That's the thing. It depends on how secure you think your 
weaponry is. It's either going to shoot from you up to the ceiling or it's going to lift you all the way up. Up to you. Will is definitely stuck to the roof because he's got yeah. half plate, so... Oh yeah, Will is... <laughs> Bye! <laughs> I like to think he went in right beside the anvil and like got sucked up in the anvil two seconds later right beside his head. Like, <laughs> <sighs> uh, I think I'm on the roof too, so... I think the only thing really of noteworthy is going to be his his rapier and that's just hanging on his way so it probably went to lift up and it's just on the roof so i'll i'll say you see dawnbreaker and willa just hit the ceiling um this anvil almost crushes willa's skull and then ekmir and morgan all of your weaponry has been pulled to the ceiling off of you I want those back i really like that rapier can you two yeah. find a switch or something please Get us off this damn roof. Mm-hmm. How high up are they? About 20 feet. Ah, they'll be fine. Enough to break <laughs> your legs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> enough to hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah, keep your pants on there, Willow. We're looking. We're looking. Morgan. <laughs> looking around to find any kind of switch. All right, let's have investigations from Morgan and Ekmir if you're doing the same thing. Well, give me yeah, assist he, from he the roof. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give, me, give me perception checks. You guys have a different uh, perspective. Different vantage point, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I do investigation? Oh, no. I don't think so, because you can't yeah. move. You're not yeah. like... So I third. rolled two uh-huh. for a total of one. Ekmir is laughing. Dawnbreaker is on a 13 perception, uh, hung by the roof as poop drips off of him. He's very unhappy right now. (laughs) Will has also got a 13, so he's in the same exact boat. Uh, Morrigan got a six for investigation. (laughs) Everyone's just laughing at the situation. Like, this is madness. Her passive investigation is 14. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. Eckbridge so, is going around. He's going to start touching some wood, flipping stuff yeah. around. <laughs> I don't know. After about like two or three minutes, you manage to pull, you throw these chairs to the side, and you see this glowing rune in the far corner of the room. Careful with runes. It was relatively quiet when things were being sucked up to hit the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you notice all the doors locked. Because they're all metal doors. You think it's going to be loud as fuck when this rune gets deactivated. Yep. What if you just take off your armor? If you think I'm leaving here without my rapier, Eichmere's just going to start walking over to what she's seemingly standing over as like a glowing rune. <laughs> Okay, we got a loud ass anvil gonna hit the ground as soon as this room is. And the chandelier. And the chandelier. Any sneakiness we have is gone if that happens. Yeah, we alert some guards. We kill the guards. We're sneaky. Yeah, we're so they're they're yeah, killing two guards in the royal vault is only just gonna notify the two guards. This is no royal vault. Attached to Ragos's tomb. Hey, my boy. 
I have oh. ways of making the gods quiet, but not this room. So like, maybe if you can at least look into the next area before we do this. Also, my hand <laughs> really hurts. <laughs> maybe put the chairs in the boxes under, under the anvil and the chandelier. <laughs> maybe that will dampen the sound. It also occurred to you that the, the uh, next door leading to the next room was open and will open again when the rune is done for. You might be able to make a quick escape into that room and hide somewhere, potentially. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But you do you. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, uh. No, I don't think this is. I, you know, I do have gift of gab prepared. <laughs> I don't think that works for loud noises, though. No. Damn. Hey, Ekmir, let's just move some boxes underneath the heavy shit, and hopefully that'll be enough to not cause any alarm. Huh? Sure. <laughs> All right. We'll say that's done. <laughs> yeah, you, you move enough shit under enough things that you think it's as good as it's gonna get. I I got nothing to help with this. I don't think so. Ekbert will just go to the rune and just clearly there's some very delicate lines drawn, and he'll just smear them with his boot. Oh, on the uh, the rune. Yeah. Um. Doesn't work. Huh. Well, I'm not good with this stuff. I don't know. Anything. It only doesn't work because chances are there's so much debris that's going to be hitting this thing all the time. Can Willa do an Arcana check to think of a way to try standing on it? Yeah, you can. You can give me that. Perfect. So I got advantage in that too. Uh, Sixteen plus five, so twenty-one. Oh, nice. You think like you think a dispel magic? You think a um, wrecking it somehow, like? properly wrecking it like with a tool or a chisel or something would, would probably do the trick but um oh do any of you have dispel magic or is there anything to ruin to ruin with down there no but if you will give me one second let me dig through my stuff i do have an alchemist kit which like there's powdered iron salt water Pestle mortar, all that kind of fun stuff. Could I potentially make like a little flashbane that'll be enough to? I would absolutely say that there's probably like a small vial of acid in there or something. Yeah. I could easily eat away at the stone. Everyone hold on, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I will do like a little drop of all right. acid onto one of the ruin part of the ruin. The suspense keeps you all animated as it takes a little while. About a minute mm-hmm. for this acid to do its job. And you start to think it's not going to work. Really? And Again. then, and then smash <laughs> everything. <laughs> <in the floor. laughs> um, you each take 16 points of bludgeoning damage as you hit the floor. Oh, how many? 16? Yeah. Ouch. Can we not have braced for it? <laughs> Off of what? <laughs> tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. It's yeah, at that was... point you're pissed they didn't put like a broken table under your guys' fall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, they're fine. Ackbear runs over and grabs his rapier. You think mm-hmm. someone probably heard that? 
Everyone into the other room. Go, 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 go. Normal, make sure to grab his stuff before going into the other room. You guys all skirt into the next room. I will open it for you. Can we uh, close the doors behind us? Does it seem yep. like? Okay. Yep, you can. So uh, Willow will definitely try to do that while everyone gets in. And you do so with ease. Um, so a large room, about 40 feet uh, wide by about 70 feet, 5 feet long, is built entirely of gold. The walls depict an earth-shattering struggle between Ragos and the six-eyed, ten-kilometer-long serpent. Etched in the gold ceiling is an epic portrait of Ragos the Reaper delivering the final blow to the Leviathan. The tomb that is uh, in the center of the room uh, appears to be made entirely of iridinium and lay support to a life-sized statue of Ragos uh, standing triumphantly atop of it. And who had the um, 18 passive perception? Ekmir. 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 You kind of look along these walls, Ekmir, and you see the epic uh, fight depicted um, along them. And in all of the pictures, Ragos has two eyes. And then when you look up to the ceiling, um, you notice with a keen eye that he is missing his left eye. So sorry, it's the statue that's missing his left eye. They look up to the to the ceiling, and there's like one massive portrait etched oh. of Ragos uh, standing triumphantly over the Leviathan, and he's missing his left eye. But the statue itself is intact and has two. Yeah, and it doesn't look like someone clawed out of the sketching. It looks like the sketching was just originally meant to not have the eye. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Ekmir will uh, approach the statue, the intent of trying to scale it to get a better look of this left eye that's carved into the statue. Yeah, you can tell um, it doesn't have like a pupil. It's just like a smooth circle um, inlaid in his head. Do I think I'll be able to extract the eye from the statue? Or is it just like all like finished stone and it's just ever so gently kind of just carved on precisely yeah and um you all hear shuffling uh in the room that you just left willow would uh stay by the door to make kind of like sure it stays closed are they saying anything in the room or are they just oh you don't you don't do you speak draken i don't think you do uh probably not no i think morrigan and dawnbreaker do but that's it Okay, uh, Morgan, you're actually pretty close to the door. You hear him saying, well, so, so someone must be in here, right? And the older guard, he goes, ah, damn rats. They set it off all the time. <laughs> and them big rats. <laughs> Ignore the blotches of acid. Damn rats. <laughs> Do we uh, hear them leave kind of thing? After a short while, yes, you do. Perfect. Uh, we'll, we'll stop manning the door then and walk in. You know, yeah. Willa, I think they need to do like a intelligence test for these guys if they think Ooh. rats can set something like that. Mm. I think it's just more or less you get what you get these days. <laughs> no kidding. 
who would really want to be a guard in the basement of a royal palace anyways. I'm sure the pay is fine. Like, man, what are you doing up there? (laughs) (laughs) He's just staring inquisitively at the statue, just... Ekmir? Looking at the scripture, looking at the statue. Are you standing (laughs) on the tomb? He's fully, like, scaling the statue. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) You hear... (laughs) You hear the tomb beneath you? Like, rumble. Oh, no. Congratulations, you're opening it. (laughs) Keep doing what you're doing, we'll watch from here. (laughs) Ekmir, we need an actual hand, not a hand from the statue, okay? Stop climbing it. What is that rumbling? What did you send off? Maybe the hand is inside here, and this is how you get it off. I didn't make that that much noise. Why would the hand be in the statue? There's a tomb below you. <laughs> this is how we get inside the tomb. I don't know. Can I get uh, investigation checks from everyone? Yes. Absolutely. That is a five minus one, so four. Tom Breaker with a 24. Ooh. Morgan uh, with a 22. Ooh. Well, I got an 18. Ooh. Not bad. Minus yeah, Agmir's probably Agmir. panicking, but Agmir's yeah. <laughs> just swinging out the statue, going, "I don't know what the issue is. <laughs> Why is there rumbling? What is going on? It's thunder." So, Dawnbreaker, you have the satisfaction of paying close attention to this golden mural that surrounds every wall in this mm. room. Um, it is an empty chamber except the single sarcophagus. And you find uh, a sealed off door and it kind of strikes you that Aolendir did mention that there was catacombs attached right, to the tomb of Regos. Uh, we don't need that hand. We need a royal hand. We don't need just that. What? Get off the damn statue. But fine. Whatever you're awakening, you can deal with. <laughs> and uh, he'll take off down the hall. Yes. <laughs> And um, with that, that, we will go into our first break. Oh, boy. See, you guys are worried. It's fine. What a a dynamic. Yeah, when when we come back, there's going to be something bad waiting for us. I can tell you now. Yeah, that Kyle set off. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh. Well, hello there. Didn't see you come in. (laughs) Hear those dulcet tones of a lute? (laughs) No, I'm not serenading you with a tale of intrigue. Quite yet. No, this is from one of our friends, Mr. Andrei Krylov. A six and seven string guitarist, composer and poet. An apt and deftly finger-abled individual he has worked all over, whether it be Portugal, Mexico, Spain, Ukraine, Russia, the United States, and Canada. He's also known to have his work featured within the National Gallery of Canada and is recorded for film as well. You can find his works on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon. Many thanks to the absolute talent of Andre 
and we recommend you give your ears a gentle treat in checking him out. Now, now, my loves, back to the spectacle. Hello one, hello all. We truly hope you enjoy listening to our podcast as much as we enjoy making it. It would mean the world to us if you could rate and review The Fables of Latour. It goes a long way to growing our community, and to put it plainly, we just love hearing from you. So thanks again, and as always, we'll see you in the wilds of Latour. Once we left off, our very own uh, moody boy, Don Breaker, what? had moody. moody? <laughs> You're all group, moody, let's be honest. Every group yep. has them. <laughs> this one just has four. <laughs> um, had found a secret door that, for whatever reason, the Rogarians tried to block off from the tomb of Ragos. And now you are following that hallway. And you see it kind of forms a bit of it's got like a hard left and then a hard right. And then you see there is a door at the end of the hallway that is just broken and shattered. Um, You kind of like muscle your way through it um, easy enough. And you see several caskets. Mm. And many um, dragon blood royals who have since been animated through probably, you think, wild magic and are just in, you know, some are missing their wings, some are missing their legs, arms, and they're all just kind of like shambling around looking for something to do. Um, nothing happened with the sarcophagus that was rumbling underneath Ekmir as he was climbing the statue? He, as soon as he kind of like jumped off, it sort of settled again. Okay. <laughs> See, and you you guys were worried. Oh no, darling, you were just fine. What do you guys so see? They, they they look they look like royals. Yeah. Yeah. Each of the caskets has like a pretty fine imprint of what royal was uh what the royal looked like kind of etched on it, and uh, some of the caskets are broken open, some look undisturbed. Well, no time like the present. is going to walk into the closest one and try and take a hand. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, you going to try to grab that hand? Not grab, take. Very different. Two, sh- two short swords, yes. <laughs> All right, so those attacks then. You can extend a hand of friendship and hiya! <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> uh, with Dread Ambusher. So there we go. Uh, take attack turn. So I have two as a ranger and then one with Dread Ambusher. So I'm just going to try and hack this thing apart with all of these. Um, first one's even with a zombie is going to miss with a natural. <laughs> Two plus eight. <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, so a ten. Yeah, a ten does hit a skeleton. Okay, so I just have to not nat one, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nineteen. Okay, so the okay, that's gonna be delightful. 
That is going to be 27 points of, uh, well, short sword. So I'm assuming it's slashing or piercing. It's actually piercing damage. Wow. Um, So, you know, piercing damage, they are going to take half damage. One one of the attacks will be magical. One of them. But even then, that is enough to just now you have a pile of bones at your feet and and a hand <laughs> in that pile of bones you bet i like to think that it's like a one one goes up one goes down slices yeah. at the wrist is the other one that's going up just like comes across the neck to try and like shh, quiet <laughs> um you can easily snag that hand and these zombies just start to slowly like crawl towards you Skeleton, sorry. So we have a hand. And we have more hands. Is that a, a royal hand, or is that just a pile of bones? I don't It's all tombs. It, they wouldn't keep common as that. It, they're kind of getting closer to me. Are you, we really going to have this conversation right now? <laughs> I'd, I'd really rather be sure. Take the hand. <laughs> he throws the hand. <laughs> I inspect the hand. Do I get royalty vibes from said hand? Look at the damn coffins. <laughs> Are there any calluses uh, on this hand? Or is it hmm. baby smooth? Is well, there any flesh to the hand, or is it just a pile of bones? It is just a pile of bones. But they're still intact. It's still, it's still a clawed dragon blood hand. You think so? Okay. I d- there's three more in here, and there's like, what, eight, nine sarcophagi? If you want to go digging around, that's fine, but I've done my job. Bonebreaker <laughs> steps back through the broken door. It's just like slowly, like, and he's like <laughs> yeah. watching the zombie shambling. He's like, I think this is a terrible idea because I feel like they're just going to chase us. But Ekro will go forward and bonus action dash over to this one. All right, let's get some attacks. Uh, well, as a rogue, I only have the one. Uh, uh, well, even with a okay, so I, I just I hit okay. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, sneak, 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 sneak is how many? How many d six? Five d six. So I'm just gonna roll it on here because I'm lazy. All right. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming zombie just or skeleton just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> A running lunge and just explodes the rib cage. Yeah, and you also have two hands sitting at your feet. Just start collecting hands like a weirdo. <laughs> we only needed one, not all of them. <laughs> so you now have three hands in your possession. <laughs> Are you all done yet? And yoink. Can we shore up this door at all? You think you could like move the broken planks back into a, a, a an advantageous position so the skeletons can't crawl through? Did anyone see where that? I'm assuming I see the grate on the other side of the room, right? On yeah, the... you do. <clears throat> Did anybody see where that goes first? While no. you're in there. No, we're in the tomb. We got the hands. We didn't pause to look at the crate. <laughs> Do you want to go in? They're zombies. For the record, 
he got one. I got two. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you so concerned about an enemy that you've struck down with one hit? (laughs) You both struck down. You haven't struck down nothing. I said you. Why are you concerned then about them? Just clear them out and then we can investigate them. Well, uh, part of the reason why is because they're roaming. And I feel like, you know, the palace is probably not employing their dead relatives to defend on purpose. (laughs) Why don't you go in there and cast something? See if you turn undead. I'm not going to cast anything. I'll strike them with my sword. Yeah, okay. And then get ripped into the shit pool like we did last time. Okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, we just killed two skeletons and nothing bad happened. Can you kill a skeleton? How does that work? Well, Morgan is just standing there, just like fucking kicking dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How, um... I am paired with children. <laughs> <laughs> How well, fast are these skeletons moving? Like, you know how there's like fast zombies and slow zombies? Mm-hmm. The second one. This, this is like a whole category unto themselves. They're like dragging themselves across the floor with one good hand, maybe. Well, uh, if you really want to know what's in the fucking grate, she's going to just take <laughs> a wide berth. Yeah, That's around exactly these two skeletons that are still here and just take a look into the grate. <laughs> um, you kind of like look down and you see like it's it's the one you surmise was caved in. The the ladder. Right. Now we know. Now we know. Now we can say curiosity did not kill the cat. <laughs> we'll we'll take another wide berth back. Alright. And just Alright, let's, now let's build go up the door as best we can and then go. Egro's gonna check that tomb. This one right here? Yeah. All right. You uh, put your back into it. Lift with uh, (laughs) your legs and you slide this uh, stone lid over a little bit. You just see a dead dragon uh, blood in there. Skeleton. He's going to take one more hand. (laughs) Is there any jewelry, any heirloom, fancy things on them? Ekmir. No. 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 Let's go. Walk back over to the door, just kind of tossing the hand up in the air. Just la la la. Juggling (laughs) your three hands. Yeah. (laughs) What now? Yeah, what exactly? What now? (laughs) Well, we got to find the vault. The vault is probably back in the direction of the gods. Possibly. I'm assuming this is a tomb. Is it still moving from under, like within, or? No. Okay. I think it's settled down now. Isn't anyone else so curious about what's in Rago's tomb? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming it's Rago's. And if it's anything like the last room, he's probably just turning around a lot. (laughs) Well, I might try to just like push 
the top open a tiny bit. Ekmer will help. <laughs> oh, yeah? Will he? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Tombreaker's going to move on. <laughs> yeah. Morgan is staying at the hallway. At the in between. We'll send this, yeah. we'll send this one shot real quick. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to roll high or low on this one. Uh, roll oh, well. low, please. Uh, I mean, like the thing doesn't open. Total of three. <laughs> I got an eight plus two, so a ten. Luckily for you, two <laughs> numbskulls, the iridium lid does not budge. Uh, all right. God, what is this thing made out of? What the? <laughs> Iridium. And yeah, well, I will also just say, eh, not today. Yeah, not clearly today. not today. What an impressive feat. <laughs> Excellent. Now, the real impressive feat is if you can make it into this room and not go flying to the ceiling this time. Can you manage that? Hey, you're right here, one too. <laughs> Will's going to okay. hold back for a minute until everyone gets in. Yeah, sure. yep. waiting for the other two to go in. Yeah. Um, they do. <laughs> Nothing happens, thank God. Okay. Um, you see go. this door was uh, actually left um, ajar from the guards. Uh, either complacency or they just wanted it open, you're not sure. but. And you're back in the tunnel, which you started. If we need to get past these guards, maybe two of us should go down to the other side. Did we, did we confirm that uh, both those hallways looped together? I, I yes. don't think we. Yeah, I mean, you, like, like you heard, yeah. you heard two sets of voices from either end, so you mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, you guys are seasoned thieves. You can put two and two together. Yeah, I suggest maybe what two of us attack from one side of the room hallway and the other two attack from the other side depending on what it looks like i will give a signal and i will make it very quiet for them when that happens quick perfect oh i can also blind them technically what do we want to do quiet or blind dead Quiet, got it. <laughs> if it's quiet, will it stop the horn from sounding? I have no idea. Lovely. I know when yeah. I've used this against mages, they can't do their shit, but... <laughs> you know those memes where it's like, the paladin says, quiet or blind, and then the thief says, just dead. <laughs> I think we need to make one of those. It's excellent. It's the permanent quiet. <laughs> right, two, two and two, I guess. Yeah, I'll go far side. Yeah. After squirting down ladder one, going up a ladder two into the priory, <laughs> Will will stay on the side that we are yeah, on. The, the two sneaky boys will make their yep. way over to the other side. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll get stealth checks from all of you oh great mm-hmm. 
natural 20, but I got disadvantage, so that does another natural 20. I love this. Nice. <laughs> so you're fucked for combat, but okay. <laughs> yes. There goes my 20s for the day. Yeah. Uh, I didn't roll well. I rolled a 12, so 24. Oh, I yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 19 for a 31. Nice. You know, it's funny. I rolled a natural 20, and you both still rolled higher than me. We're designed to be quiet. <laughs> I have a plus 12 with advantage. I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, Faye, Faye, who's Faye? She's not here. Uh, Morgan. Mor- yeah, Morgan rolled an 18 for a total of 31 as well. Holy Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Will are you being so loud with your natural 20? (laughs) (laughs) Will is just a muscle, apparently, right now. That's what he's in. This is what you guys see. Um, You also see said wooden elevator that goes up to the behind the war room, as Aolandir explained. Um, It kind of converges to a T or like a Y, I should say, um, these tunnels. And where like the stem of the Y would be, you haven't seen around that corner yet, but you can easily hear the two guards sitting there, um, uh, chittering away. One one actually sounds like they're snoring. Someone's snoring. Someone's talking to themselves. <laughs> yeah. Willow's just waiting for that single. Can I was gonna say can. Dawnbreaker get to a point where he can see the other group and see the other two while being sneaky sneak? Yeah, with those rolls, I'm going to say yes. Sure. Well, that's what you guys see. Um, you finally lay eyes. The um, older guard is this uh, mm. bright, like yellowy green um, mm. dragon blood with um, a metal covering that covers the bottom half of his jaw. Jeez. That's a sick. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, uh, bright yellow serpentine eyes. Um, and then the other hopped up uh, guard is uh, dark red, um, just fully plated uh, sword that is about twice the size of this already massive dragon blood. And you see the, uh, the young one is reading, actually. Hmm. Um, and Morgan, you can tell he's reading um, basically like uh, scripture. Mm. And yeah, the older yellow guard is just kind of asleep. I cast silence on them. All right. Um, quickly, you get like a the young one stops reading as he can't hear himself anymore. And he kind of looks around. And you guys have a surprise round before we roll initiative. So Will uh, will bust in there and hit the young one with his long sword. Yeah, do we do initiative first or Yeah, let's get initiative oh. up here. Just so Willa can properly kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even the door has a initiative. That, that, that's <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> I didn't need that in my life. Oh. <laughs> my the, door, the door is a mimic. <laughs> No, don't say that. I've had too many door mimic experiences. <laughs> Just because it, it does matter a little bit for Ekmir's combat process. How close together, like how, what's the scaling of this hallway? And space. You've got, everyone. you've got about 12 feet from wall to wall. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
You still get it if someone's within five feet. You just don't get advantage. Yeah, exactly. I want advantage. Yeah. A lot of 15s we rolled. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of 15s, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. um, so, Don Breaker, I'm going to say your. Uh, yeah, I used my action your to cast surprise silence. was the silence. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. On the same page. Um, I'll still, if possible. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so silence cast, and I'll close the distance uh, as much as possible. Sounds good. Uh, I have 40 feet of moving because first round. I'm going to get in between and try and get as much as I can to the backside of one of them. Okay. Yeah, you kind of worm your way back there. Force them to turn around or like focus on me so the other three in the hallway can fuck his shit up from behind. Um, That's my turn. And to be honest, the yellow dragon blood is having the best sleep of his life because he can't yeah. hear anything. That's good shit. That's the best <laughs> shit. He sneaks around to the front and he, he's just two swords out and he's just like, oh, right, this one. Okay. Passed <laughs> <laughs> out slightly drooling. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to start with you because you were eager beaver and ran right in there. Perfect. Why am I actually do is not like slash him, but like kind of use like broadside of my sword, I guess. Yeah. So, yep. like, just smack him over the head and just, like, kind of almost try knocking him out. Trying to non-lethal this. Yeah. Okay. You'd, <laughs> you'd give me a strength check, then. Okay. Um, but you can add um, your strength and your weapon attack modifier, if you'd like. Okay, so it would be my my Let's 7 plus strength. my 2? Yeah. Okay, so that's a 14... So unnatural 20 with the 7, or sorry, 21, and then 23. Okay, so he's just going to have a con check against that. So you knock him out cold, because he's not expecting any of this. Uh, That will be, I think. And you see uh, the horn is just strapped to his hip. I'll uh, pick that up and maybe smash it. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, you just kind of punch it against the stone wall and it shatters quite easily and that'll be my turn next up can be uh morrigan because you are closest they would have seen willa come in and then just like no noise as he thunk. <laughs> yeah what are you doing morrigan you Doesn't see ekmir have a turn well you guys are in a surprise round so i'm just putting you next ah okay um I mean, the older dragonborn, the one that was sleeping, is dead, right? Or is no, he just... he's just still asleep. Oh, okay. Uh, crossbolt to the face. All right. Uh, it is uh, as long as you hit, it will do crit damage because he's asleep. Okay. Dear Lord. Do I have uh, was the sneak attack with my friend behind within five feet of him? Yeah, sure. Why not? Are you rogue as well? She is. Oh my god, so many rogues. <laughs> I'm a rogue bard, guys. <laughs> just haven't needed to use the bard shit yet. Uh, that'll be a 21 to hit. Alright. Let's have that damage. Damage. Give me that total. Oh, what did I say? It was 9 plus 6, so 15. 15. Off of an auto crit? Oh, that is yeah. not doubled, so 30, 30, I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. You shoot uh, an is. old man in his sleeping yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> he is wide awake now and still alive. Yeah. And it is Ekmir's turn. <laughs> he wakes up with someone holding two short swords, no sound, and a brutal headache. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would say it's a bit of... I wouldn't say a bit of a rush, but Ekmir is kind of like a slow, like, speed walk over towards this gentleman, oh, yeah. this older nice. guy. Get the hips in it. Rapier drawn and <laughs> just go to stab him right in the neck. Awesome, let's have it. Oh, I think like it's like an old lady walk, walking down the street, <laughs> swinging those hips. <laughs> uh, that's 29 to hit. Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he has shielding. I don't know. He might have no, some bullshit. Quentin, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you said level 10 heist. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You guys came prepared, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you said could affect the outcome. We're playing this smart. <laughs> yes, I, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so that's eight piercing and then i will do my sneak damage on here uh so sorry what did i say what was that eight eight plus six is uh, a 24 total 24 i've already total. done the math that is a devastating attack um he is <laughs> clutching several wounds now as he is trying to grasp <laughs> his reality around him <laughs> um and Dawnbreaker, you are leading our initiative as we are in a regular round now. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're a bloodthirsty assassin. You are not sorry. I'm not a bloodthirsty assassin. I'm just who I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, bonus action Zephyr Strike. Um, I'm going to give myself advantage on one weapon attack roll this turn. I'm going to make you sure have a, it... You have advantage straight up. You're behind him. Oh, fair enough. Well, it also adds an extra 1d8 force damage to hit, so yeah. I'm going to double nice. advantage just because I can. Um, not that that's a thing. Uh, so first attack will be the one uh, that is... That's a natural. Uh, this is going to be... Tell me how you kill There's going to be a bunch. There's so many dice that I have to roll. Um, how do I get... So... Ekmir has come up, like, he got hit in the back of the head with a, a bolt, I think you said, crossbow bolt? Mm -hmm. And then Ekmir stabbed him, basically, in the neck. Uh, Dawnbreaker is just, as he's, like, panicking and coming up, he just holds a finger like this, and then with two short swords, cuts his throat. Nice. Um, that, unfortunately, does drop silence, because that was concentration that I had to do that, but I would like to think that... Uh, <laughs> It happens, and then he, like, catches the body and puts it back down into a seating position. Nice. And he also has a lure, which you are welcome to take or break. Break. Good choice. Um, what are you going to do with the unconscious one? Well, like, I just, like, looks at them all and just, like... Do we... Do we... Do we let him fight another day? That's fine by me. I mean, has he seen our faces at this point? 
I don't I mean, think so, right? He might have seen mine, but I'm not sure if he'll remember it quite that well after me hitting him. Yeah, <laughs> you were in there pretty quick. He came around the corner and he was right there and you just whapped him. <laughs> uh, Normal actually may, or Willow will actually uh, maybe grab some rope and just tie his hands and feet. It's interesting, Nordum. Nordum. <laughs> or Nordum. Jesus Christ, we both just said it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting, Willa, because if anyone is at risk of being identified, it is you. So that does put all the weight on your shoulders. I just, I just, I'm just trying to twist yeah. that knife. You are more than welcome to tie him up. I just want to see what I can get you guys to do. Oh, As you sip your tea, what bullshit is that? The pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, is gonna move uh, to inspect mm. this door. Yes. Well, while you're thinking about this, yeah. you're just standing <laughs> over this dragon blood longingly. Um, so, Ekmir, you see like a perfect slot to place a five-fingered clawed hand in. Um, and that is, that is all you see for right now. It is like a massive, like it's 12 feet tall by about 12 feet wide. Um, like a solid iridinium door. You don't see any kind of hinge, any kind of handle. Nothing. I'll take investigation checks from you guys if you want. See what you can uncover, but like it's it's starkly plain. So the the indentations in the wall where seemingly the claw is gonna go into, does it look like it's a left hand or a right hand? Doesn't matter. You have four. Pick one. But this one's a little longer. This one's got really nice talons on it. Mm. Morgan is keeping an eye out on either side of these hallways just in case there's going to be like a ship change. Oh, yeah, good call. And you'll know that the elevator will start like coming down to make quite a bit of noise. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good thinking someone's on watch. No Sorry, other complaints. Ekmir's just going to stick a claw into the door. All right. So you stick this claw into the door. Um, and immediately you hear the sound of a swishing knife and you kind of look inside and the middle finger has been severed. Oh. And after the middle finger has been severed, a slot about six inches by six inches slides open right in front of where your mouth would be-ish. It might be about like your eye height because for a dragon blood. Um, and a little... Again, probably five inches by five inches uh, metal ball is in there. And you can kind of tell it's like scorched. And it's just sitting in there. Does anyone look over at Doc Laker and Willa? Be like, uh. Fire, maybe. Yeah, let, let, let me just light a torch real quick. But- can you breathe fire? No. Then we'll light the torch. <laughs> I'd say probably the torch is the best idea. Right. Wait, does anyone have a bit of like alcohol, there... wine skin on them? 
Isn't there Light a torch, the torch back there right next to Morrigan? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can look it up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Who put that there? <laughs> um, Hair flip. Not to uh, burst any bubbles, though. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any way to get a torch into the slot to um, do that plan. Uh, I... Uh... Like, can we oil or I don't know? Do 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 we wake up young lad here and make him breathe fire on this? I think on that's punishment a... of death. Then we would definitely have to kill him. And then <laughs> we just knock him out again. We just stand behind him. We make sure he doesn't see our faces. <clears throat> that is a good plan. Um, as you guys are thinking about it, you also remember Ekmir and Dawnbreaker. You saw a couple bodies in the um, priory. That looked like they were adventurers or thieves of the sort. And you never searched them or anything because you did have the good idea of not tampering with anything. Maybe someone took something that we need or they have. Um, Uh, There was a pile of bodies up the the north hallway here. Who's going to go look? I'll be right back. So doing Dawnbreaker, great. You... doing great, Morgan. Doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need help? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, looks like Ekmir's going with you. It's fine. All right. Enjoy the warmth. <laughs> All right, I got this. I, I'm going to take a look at this dead dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. So you both is... look at these dead dudes. Yeah. Um, dead dudes. One of the one of the bodies turns up with a skeleton hand, believe it or not, and of, of a royal. And the other body has a little red potion bottle in their uh, satchel. Fine. <laughs> no, seriously, if you want it, that's fine. But Well, I'm super doing... not cool with drinking liquids that we find on dead people, but... <laughs> Wimp. Willa might just be doing an investigation on the door to see, like, if what or that exact thing, what exactly they might need, and maybe help them. I got eleven plus five, so sixteen. You think if the ball gets like hot enough, it might like expand? and fill in the small uh, circumference of its cubby, and, like, that will unlock Hmm. the vault. Okay. Um, Egmir's got something for you, Willa. Drink it. (laughs) Uncork it, hand it to him. (laughs) You you sons of bitches. (laughs) All right. Probably well, well, make sure you're right in front of the ball instead of the <laughs> unconscious dude. <laughs> we'll we'll take it down it and move back. Enjoy. <laughs> He'll be staying right in front of the door. Yeah, you just have the worst acid reflex of your life. <laughs> we'll just start going. <laughs> oh no! Face the door. Face the. Don't look at us. Face the door. <laughs> oh. And this massive gout of flame just spews from your mouth. And you just hold it. 
<laughs> you hold it until you've got nothing more. And um, you see uh, when your mouth stops spewing this flame, the ball is red hot. And um, so is the chamber within. And you hear several um, clicking sounds as the ball the door uh, slides into the ground. I, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Good job there, huh, balls? Let's go. <laughs> Teamwork. Pat him on the back. Yeah. The door. Hey, we did the hard thing. We had to go and find that. That's definitely not the hard thing. I can tell you that right now. Oh, you walk into this room, this vault. Oh, boy. And it is like a, a sporadic layer of rock that forms several thin bridges around basically just the abyss of blackness. Looks like there's a bottomless floor on either side of these (coughs) rock bridges and they just go all over the area. And about 60 feet in front of you, there is a massive stalagmite about 60 feet in the air and you see the horn is just kind of held in suspension there. And you hear a very faint breath from one of these dark black holes. You were the one that was climbing earlier. How would you go up and climb that and get the horn? Me? Or Ek- oh, Ekmir, he was climbing. He was the one that was climbing earlier. How high up is the, the horn? About 60 feet. About 60 feet. Uh, Alright, as, as stealthily as his shadow scorn body can muster, he's going to make his way over to the base of it. If he I gets can there. help with this. <laughs> Willa and Morrigan, you guys are both just kind of standing by the door entrance and it starts to raise again. The vault starts to seal itself shut. Willa might try to like, try to like push down and stop it and realize there was nothing he can do and just like, damn it. Uh, There are like rocks about, you might be able to grab one and jam it quick, but you're not sure. Willa will try. So DM. Yes. Uh, question on uh, how a magic spell works. Mm. Uh, I have rope. My 60 feet of hemp and rope. Yeah. I'm going to just gesture Ekmir to grab on to like a foot below one end. Yeah. And I'd like to cast rope trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which... I, like, I don't know if this is going to work, but basically like you touch a length of rope that is 60 feet long, one end of the rope then rises into the air until the whole rope hangs perpendicular to the ground. Yeah. I, I think that's a great use of a way to just climb up 60 feet. I could get him 59 feet. He has to delta that one foot because at really? the end of the rope, it's <laughs> that extra dimensional, right? So Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This rope just coils its way up until it's taut. You start climbing, Ekmir. Willa, you 
are kind of like impressed with yourself, you manage to grab a thick rock, place it on top of the the vault as it's rising. You get about a, a second or two of pushback, and mm. the rock just shatters and sends shrapnel on either side, and the vault seals. Had <clears throat> to keep someone outside. <laughs> and Ekmir, as you kind of crest this massive stalagmite and you'll see this horn just kind of floating at your chest height you all hear a very distinct sound as a dragon flies from the abyss and lands on one of the rock bridges and surveys all of you. Is it too late to say that I would have cast invisibility <laughs> over myself? Trespassers. Thieves. I mean, he's not real. And then he will slide, slide, slide. down to the <laughs> so this massive dragon is just black as rock and oh. his scales appear honestly to be as hard as rock that gives a very similar texture look to it and you know it to be um a uh a cave dragon and we will roll initiative do we have to? Is that <laughs> Is that optional? God dang it. That's not the good time to roll a 20. 25 for me. <laughs> I will say, oh, 203. That's its initiative. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's, let's oh, all geez, just take we're a just never going to chill out. <laughs> it goes 10 times before we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, this dragon does appear to not maybe be at full maturity. So that, that kind of you know, oh, yeah. that still doesn't ah, make me feel good. <laughs> the that's tiniest lovely. glimmer of hope <clears throat> off in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Dawnbreaker, uh, lead us off. Um, yeah, sick. Uh, are there other stalagmites, stalactites around here? Like, there's the big one. Is this, this one over here slightly to my northeast-ish in this area? Yeah. Yeah, I'll mark them all just so they're a little easier for you guys to... Okay, too easy. ...get an understanding. Um, he's going to run 10 feet, purposely stop, okay. use my action yep. to activate the Ring of Obscuring so a fog cloud pops out 20 feet. So it's okay. a heavily obscured area. I don't know if... He does. He's never been with a dragon before, so he's just going to try this uh, fog cloud in the middle of that, and then he's going to attempt to go here. Cunning action as my bonus action. Died. Nice. Okay. Um. Yeah. So uh, stealth is going to be a twenty-four. Yeah. Nice. That's Good my turn. <laughs> I try to be sneaky, boy. Willa, you see this huge stony looking dragon with almost like they're kind of like almost like cataract looking eyes they're kind of clouded over um 
is just like sniffing and surveying the whole room. <clears throat> Thinking best who to eat first. Do do I know much about cave dragons by chance? Give me a quick history check. Nineteen plus five, so twenty-four. So you know, um, they are effectively blind. They have almost like an echo location sort of thing that works sort of as blind sight. Um, so if you make a sound, they basically know where you are. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, they breathe um, fire, um, as not many. Uh, you know, dragons on the tour actually do. Um, but that's kind of all you're pulling from that right now. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to use one of my blood. Uh... Do it. Blood maledict. Blood maledict. If you have like a damage type resistance, like bludgeoning would help, you know, they can like manipulate the rock around them. Yeah, I thought I had one for fire. Uh-huh. But. I think I do have one for uh, bludgeoning anyways. Yeah, resistance to bludgeoning and uh, vulnerable to slashing. All right. So I'll still take that. And I will kind of run over behind cover and just hide for now. Uh, Ekmir, it like peers its uh, cloudy white eyes at you and it punches its uh, uh, foreclaw into the ground. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as the stalagmite you're hiding behind collapses on top of you. Cool. Or not. Uh, Dexterity. Oh, I am very good at those. That's 27. Nice. So you're going to take half damage. Yay. (laughs) Guys, I'm I'm in the rubble. So, uh, nine points of damage. As the rock just kind of crumbles around you and a few uh, pieces just kind of strike you, but all in all, that's not too bad. It is going to fly above and strafe run. Dexterity saving throws from Ekmir, Morgan, and Willa. I'm a sneaky boy. Sorry. Just kind of flies this way and then back over here. Dexterity saving throw, Willa. Thank you. 14 for Morgan. Morgan, you I just take the I'm full dead. brunt of 56 fire damage. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we did. And the other two take 23. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, we did. And it is your turn, Ekmir. You got the horn, you got the horn, you got the horn. <laughs> uh, just a point of color, what's the lighting like in this cave? I'm assuming it's pretty much like dim. Yeah, it's just blackout. Just blackout, okay. Yeah. Uh, is Mr. Dragon still flying or is he grounded or how high up is he? Uh, he grounds himself. You see like the ceilings in here aren't that high. So he, he'll kind of do a straight front every once in a while, but it's too hard for him to hover. Okay, I would like to bonus action, cunning action to dash to get as close to the dragon as I possibly can. Doable. Done. Okay, 
Okay, we'll do that. And then... Poke him with my rapier. Alright. <laughs> He's a thief. He is not equipped to deal with a cave dragon. This is not his skill set. Although, does a 28 hit? It does indeed. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a very good start. Uh, where's my rapier damage? That's 1d8. Uh, so that's uh, that's ten magical piercing, and then sneak damage of thirteen, so twenty-three. Nice. You see, that actually does uh, land quite nicely between some scales, and a big drop of uh, like black ichor kind of falls between it. Huh. Dragon's do bleed. Huh. Today I learned. <laughs> All right, Morrigan, you are singeing your armor and hair, smoking. Yeah, I'm, I'm already down to 13 hit points. This is great. You're doing, you're doing we, got um, a go bag. we have a go bag full of something. Yeah, who has that? We, I don't know. You I don't know it. who grabbed it. We could say I had yeah. it. We could say just I had curse it. it. Curse it. The trick is you to just it. say you have it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have the go bag. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I will take my uh, bonus action, though. I will... Um, I'm assuming uh, Dawnbreaker is within 60 feet of me. I don't know if the um, yeah, I would ruling, say he's like just uh, within sixty feet, probably. Okay. Um, I will call out to him. You know, you were always my favorite. Please help me help us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you bardic inspiration, hey. so you have a d a d six. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that'll be my I think that's a bonus action. Yes, that's my a bonus action. I'm going to stick my hand in the go bag and see what the hell I pull out. Uh, you pull out a couple potions. Uh, you think one was like the disguise self potion. Um, another uh -huh. one is like a glittering useless. Yeah, useless. <laughs> you may as well just smash it on the rocks at this point. No, you're, you're, you're royalty. Brokarian royalty. You, they're, they're supposed to be here. <laughs> If I survive, I could do that anyways. It's fine. <laughs> um, you do pull out like a glittering red potion that you think uh, you've had a few health potions in your day. Uh, can I take my action to chug that? Yep. Um, and it is a superior healing potion. Oh. So 8d4 plus 8. Oh. Please roll good. I'm Please roll gonna, good. I'm just going to just... 8 84 plus 8 you said did 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 I would like to move, but I don't know where. Actually, am I behind a stalagmite here? This little circle you bit in front of me? Ah, uh, yeah, you are. 
Okay. Um, I've already taken my bonus action to do something, but I'm just gonna move even better behind cover. <laughs> Hold on. All right, back at the top. Well, I guess it's this is it. Uh, and he'll take off and attempt to assist with Ekmir. All right. Um, <clears throat> two short swords out. Uh, along the way, he is going to cast uh, Hunter's Mark. Uh, and he's just going to start going at it. Uh, so the first is going to be so two attacks, one with a short sword of warning. Uh, that is, oh god, 16 probably doesn't hit, but I'm just going to burn the Bardic Inspiration to see if this is going to do it. Hmm. Uh, four, so 20 to hit. All right, I'm going to say speed things up. You guys know his AC is 18. 18, okay. Uh, So that is going to be two points of piercing damage. This is a magical weapon for the first one. Uh, Second one coming in. Uh, That is going to be... Okay, that's going to hit with... uh, Sorry, 22. And this is non-magical. Seven points of... Oh, sorry, hang on. Plus four. I forgot to add that last time as well. So that's going to be 15 total because should have been an additional plus four on the magical. So this one is 11 non-magical. Yeah. Um, also, I'll say you guys know magic or not, you act, doesn't actually matter against this uh, okay. foe currently. Okay. Good to know. Maybe so it's an age thing. Maybe <laughs> it's an age thing. Uh, yeah. So he, he tears in and just starts slashing alongside with uh, Ekmir. Um, nice. I'm assuming that was my movement to get there, correct? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, cool. That's it. All right. Willa. Uh, Willa's going to do some more buffing. So he's going to do his uh, lay on hands for 10 points. Because that's all he's got. And he's going to take his other... Uh, Hemocraft, which I finally <laughs> found it. It's embers. You have resistance to fire, uh, but resistant or vulnerable to cold. Nice. So he's taking both of his two slots. And he's going to try to get as close to the dragon as he can. I'm assuming probably to the next pillar there would be the closest <laughs> he could get. Yeah, I would say that you could get like here or here if you wanted, but that's up to you. Yeah, he would rather stay behind the cover. That's yeah. only a couple more feet, so not yeah. going to make a difference. All right. Then it is the Cavill Dragon. He is going to do a bit of a 360 whirl attack with his tail, since yeah, Dawnbreaker and Ekmir are standing red next to each other. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That'll be a 20 to hit on both of you. Yeah, yeah, that hits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not that dexterous. Dodge whatever damage you're dishing to me. I can't, <laughs> so. <laughs> It'll be uh, 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. As this rocky tail just strikes you. I jump back as the impact. Soften the blow a little bit. Nice. I think the blow is softened because he hit me into you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, get, get your shit off of me. Ah! <laughs> Literally. Delight. And I think uh, 
Oh, I'm trying to decide what would be cooler. Not killing us? Hey. Mm. Mm, no, that's not cool. That's <laughs> Um, I accepted our faith already. (laughs) Willa, all of a sudden, you just kind of like look at your stalagmite and like fire is just flaking off the edges of your stalagmite. And Dawnbreaker and Ekmir, you see this dragon is just holding its breath weapon on the stalagmite Willa's hiding behind, and he verily melts it. Oh boy. And it is hit you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is Ekmir's turn. Uh, oh, I had to do a con save for that. I no longer have Hunter's Mark. Yeah. Right, well, given the sheer size of this cave dragon, I'm just oh. going to skirt around slightly off to its left hand side and then just continue yeah. to poke away with my rapier. No. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> 23, that hits. That is 10 points of piercing and then sneak damage of so 10 plus. Uh, 10 plus. So 23. And bonus action, I am going to attempt to hide <laughs> behind the dragon. I'm going to hide behind his leg. <laughs> I'm going to stab him and then vanish. Um, it's a 27 stealth, so maybe. Yeah, I'll take it into account. It is hard because of this whole echolocation, <laughs> but you are also a shadow scorn, so you inherently make no sound. So I think you might actually be good. Is he within 80 feet of me, roughly? Yeah, actually. Do I need to move a little? Yeah. Okay. I will uh, draw my crossbow. Mm-hmm. So I don't don't really want to get too close into his business. <laughs> <laughs> so I will aim for um, like just underneath a wing or something like some sort of soft fleshy bit. Mm-hmm. And that'll be uh, that'll hit for sure. 17 plus 9 to hit. That's 23 piercing damage, mm. including sneak attack. And I would like to also um, burn a bardic inspiration and going to deal additional 2d6 psychic damage as I whisper into my crossbow and tell my the bolt to find its mark. And with my College of Whispers ability, <sighs> uh, oh, that, so 35, that's 35. Mm damage total okay. 23 of its piercing uh 11 of it is psychic nice oh well done <laughs> <laughs> that's for f- no that's what i that's actually what i whisper into my crossbolt and this is will just travel into this creature's ear that's for fucking hitting me with your fire and it just <laughs> looks at you and gives you this horrifying snarl as it shows all of its teeth and it is Dawnbreaker's turn um yeah um bonus action hunter's mark shakes the tail whip um rolls his first that's gonna hit with 19 barely hit with 19 uh that is 10 oh sorry 14 points of piercing plus an additional uh 
Is um, Ekmir within five, or did you get out of melee? I'm gonna say you got out of out of okay. range. So never he mind on that. So 14 total. Second slash um, is gonna hit, and that's gonna be an additional nine points of piercing again. That's my action bonus action. Um, I'm gonna use my mobile feet and get the fuck out of here without provoking. So very nice. I'm going to run back 30 feet and just like heel turn expecting to get blasted. <laughs> Good call. All right. Willa. Um, sorry, before I get too carried away um, as a bonus action, because I didn't do that. Um, I'm going to use my mastermind rogue trait to give the help action to Willa. So you have the help action for your next attack roll. Perfect. So you get it. He's got fleshy bits in his wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically calling out any weak points that I see. His shoulder. <laughs> uh, well, Will is gonna use his full movement to get up to the dragon if he's able to. You betcha. Perfect. And he's gonna just start flashing away at him. Uh, he's not vulnerable to silver by chance, is he? No, unfortunately. Silver blade. <laughs> uh, let's see. You're vampire hunting stuff out here. <laughs> 12 plus 7, so the first one hits and he's going to be doing two attacks on him. And it's an 18 plus 7, so both hit. And dice needed uh, two sevens. Four plus fours, I think. Plus fives. So that is 14. So 24 points of damage. And he is also going to be wounded. So at the start of his next turn, he's going to take uh, 1d4 necrotic damage if he's not immune to it. Sounds good. And he has to make a DC 15 constitution saving throw at the end of his turn. And then it would end the effect. Right. I'll give him that necrotic damage right now. He soars up into the air. Straight swing, running. Swing, 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 swing. <laughs> Ekmir and Morrigan. So yeah, another dexterity saving throw from you two. Dang, I was so sneaky. <laughs> Does Willie get a swing oh, wait, as he's setting sorry, up? Sorry, 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 sorry. Breaker and Morrigan. Oh, that fully tracks. Yeah, because you two are in a line. That's my bad. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I'm assuming I fail, but that's actually, no, that's a 14 plus 8. 22. You succeed. Oregon? I'm going to, I'm going to drop uh, like a rock. <laughs> uh, 19. Okay, so you both take uh, 23 points of fire damage. Okay, 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 okay. I, I can okay. In, can he dodge that, right? I say that as I forgot to do it in the first place. If you can see the attack, you can burn your reaction and take half damage. So take half of that half. Yeah. Which is it. so twenty-three divided by two will be what eleven and a half. So uh, well, 11. twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Twelve. Yeah. Um, I will use my reaction to burn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he lands great. right in front of you, Morrigan. Hi. 
boy! And is going to <coughs> multi-attack you. Oh, no. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you hit? Because I hit you with my crossbow. Oh, 100% it is. <laughs> uh, an 18 and a 23. Uh, no. uh, no. uh, sorry, I missed all of those numbers. 23 and a what? 18 to hit. Oh, yeah, they both yeah. hit. Um, Goodbye, sweet dreams. Farewell. So he claws you for 14 uh, slashing damage. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And then bites you for 21 uh, piercing damage. Still up. <laughs> With nine hit nice. points, I'm still up. And then he'll do his con yes. save. Oops. Break. Willow. Against Willow. Oh. Oh, fail that shit. Natural <laughs> one. Natural right, one Ekmir. audience. Natural one for the Did uh, me and Ekmir get a opportunity attack when he flew away? Or does dragons are special and they got actions <laughs> and whatnot? I'm gonna say you did, but because Ekmir is hiding off in the corner, probably no. not. No, that uh, only tracks. 16 plus 7, so I can take one. We'll swing at him. His rump. <laughs> uh, 4 plus 5, so 9 points of damage to him. Nice. Not much, but it counts. It does. You get some rump chunk. <laughs> Alright, Ekmir. Oh. And I failed my con save. <laughs> Doing great. Doing great. Again, bonus action dash to again close the gap that the dragon keeps freaking creating, mm. ruining his stealth shenanigans. Uh, I keep ruining my plans of what I want to do because I keep mm -hmm. having to use my bonus action for other stuff. That's a natural 20 for my rapier Ooh. poke Ooh, to his nice. side. Pokey poke for a natural 20. Uh, burr, burr, burr. That is... Because it's not my sneak damage that gets doubled, right? It's just, the, it's just the dice damage. Yeah, it's just the dice damage. Yeah. Yeah, no, just... I just double them all except the bonuses. So yeah, but sneak no attack bonuses, isn't a bonus, right? so yeah. No, it's, no yeah, because you have to roll it, right? Yeah. Sneak so attack. Doubling sneak attack? Yep. You have to roll it, right? Yeah. Oh my god. And I this is where Kyle gets. Ones. Yeah, uh, this is where Kyle uh, gets. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, so that's, what, that's not helpful for me, Ekmir. 24 sneak damage and 14 rapier damage. Okay, sneak damage gets bombed. So you rolled an 8, so double that to 16, then add your proficiency or your. Um, bonus so i add my boss on top of it yeah yeah your bonus doesn't get doubled you just double oh. the dice oh oh i see i see yeah so 12 24 uh 8 so 16 and then six on top of that a ton of damage yeah 24 and 22 Rogue, rogue's critting it's complicated <laughs> yeah all right <clears throat> This thing is going to be hard pressed to survive another round, but it is going to fucking try. Just nap. Just do not die. Just just if you nap and pretend that you were guarding, we're fine. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Morrigan. 
I am going to drop my crossbow and draw my rapier because she's hoping that I, she we can finish this in a round and we'll worry about what is in our bag of goodies. So, panic stab, panic stab, panic right. stab. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Rapier. It oh, won't hit. That's unfortunate. But you know what I will do? I will use my bonus action to disengage. Okay. And dip, dip, potato chip. Nice. Dawnbreaker. Uh, from a thematic perspective, Dawnbreaker's just going to try and run up the tail with his swords Hell yeah, he is. drawn. Yeah. Uh, he's going to go for the base of the neck, not the head because that's give probably me, easier uh, to hit. Give me an acrobatics check. Okay. With dis- disadvantage, because yeah, this 100%. thing is flailing, but that sounds fucking awesome. With disadvantage, uh, lowest was an 11 plus eight. 19. 19. And 11 yeah, and you 12 just, on my dice. Yeah, you climb right up this thing's uh, scaly back. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to fucking go all out. Uh, Zephyr Strike, giving myself advantage. So... Mm-hmm. Dawnbreaker starts to like glimmer and black starts to come off of him. So I'm going to give it advantage on my attack and I'm going to try and plunge down to the base of the neck of this thing. Um, that's going to hit with a natural 19. Uh, and that is going to be f- nine points of piercing and eight points of force as the first sword plunges into the back of the neck. So the force damage just like carves this deep hole into the dragon's neck mm. and you just plummet that rapier deep inside and this dragon gives this horrifying screech mm. before it Can just I... limply falls to the ground tongue out eyes roll back into its head you think yourself fearsome Breathe in your scales, surrounded by your followers. But I've looked into the darkness and bent it to my will. Die, you lizard scum. That's wild. Wow. <laughs> I came from he's, a hateful place. He's very hurt and he's very angry. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Also, that scream definitely wasn't loud enough then he went heard, right? <laughs> yeah, we got lead-lined walls. It's fine, it right? behind. So. <laughs> yeah. Deep in this Wait, vault, yeah. no one's hearing nothing. Perfect. We need to figure out how we're getting out of the vault, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> you got- I mean, there's a big abyss underneath us. We could just <laughs> jump, right? Yep. You're, you're welcome to yep, go yep, first. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and then call up when you're safe. <laughs> you have the horn, you can call up to the door. <laughs> with that thought in mind Morgan give me a perception check oh into the deep dark abyss below yeah, yeah. well that's a natural 20 oh, where was that for any of these <laughs> it's 23 total <laughs> you do genuinely hear running water down there I mean there's at least a river under there and like in the center cavern the biggest one of them all I mean, I'm happy to go into our tunnel that leads to the um, hatch that leads to the ocean. Can we? We don't need to go jumping. I think. That's if we can get I out. Think door's stuck. Maybe look quick. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I would definitely like to maybe look around and see if there's any other possible exits out of this place. Yeah, so you see, like, it is just like this huge rocky chamber. Yeah. Um, walls on all sides. And just, like, you think, like, this is this dragon's lair, essentially, given, like, the odd rocky structure that has been left behind, these weird... Um, uh, rock bridges that just make strange formations and then deep dark holes every every once in a while um, and you're pretty damn sure the only way in is through the vault mm-hmm. door and unless it was being held open the only way out but you do know that this dragon probably wasn't stuck in here its whole life as you do here, running water beneath you, right? Yeah. Norm will go over, like, to... Nordum? Oh, John. (laughs) Willa will go over to the uh, main big center hole. Maybe light the torch and throw it down there. Yeah. You think after, like, 60 or 80 feet, maybe even 100 feet, you see, like, your torch illuminate water and then just get extinguished as it plummets deep and below. Well, there is water down there. Are we climbing? Or are we jumping? Ekmer's just, like, bear pawing on the door. I can't find any way to make this open with a, a six investigation. That adds up. Well, we all have rope, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's tie the rope together, tie it to one of these pillars, and climb down. Give me a second. I'm getting a tooth. Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you definitely each grab a tooth or a claw. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, Morgan's also going to dig through the go bag, see what else that we have in here. Besides the, there was yeah, yeah, there was the potion of disguise, and then there was the healing potion, superior healing. There's yeah, some rope. There's um that tool he gave you to cut the metal locks, um, and then there's mm-hmm. a note that says um uh best of luck signed Aolendir, and that is it. That seems to risky of him. This is gonna. Like what? he would he would put his name on yeah. the, the bodies of a bunch of thieves? That doesn't seem very wise. I'm hoping like it's a secret note that like you know, just no, You read it you, and yeah. it just goes up in flames. This note will self-destruct in ten yeah. seconds. Exactly. <laughs> ten. Um tie the ropes together. Who's gonna who's gonna take the horn? I mean, I have the go bag. I can put it in the go bag. I mean, we're all arriving back together, right? Yeah, I didn't have any other plans of it, so. I'm just going to insight check that real quick. <laughs> you were bad once in one campaign a long time ago. Now you're always the bad guy. 
<laughs> Fucking Raven Knight. Way <laughs> <laughs> too insight to the party of what their intent is. <laughs> Will, Will does not have any intents of besides getting back to the one here. Yeah. Don Don so, has a full intent to wash up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Will is very happy about the running water at the end at the yeah. bottom of this yeah. cavern. Yeah. 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 The dragon flame, I'm sure, has probably singed off most of the, the poopies off of you. Yeah. I would argue. I would argue that it's flash crusted it to us. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no! Sorry, sorry, Gross. Dan. Oh no, you're probably right. Let's be honest. Oh. Um, so you guys tie that rope, secure it to a stalagmite, descend. Drop into this. Can we secure it to the tail? Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And um, just halfway down, all of a sudden, a dragon is coming on top of us. Yeah, really. <laughs> Jump! I'm sure, I'm sure it's heavier than us. And um, you guys splash into this uh, river. Mm. Um, it carries you for about five minutes. And it spits you out in this um, iconic um, waterfall um, at the base of uh, the city of Ragos. <sighs> and you shoot out into this uh, like an 80 foot drop. Here we go. This, uh, frigid pond. Big splashes. But on the right side, you're clean. I'll take, a, I'll take that. I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah. And assuming you don't want a mastermind on your bad side, you hand over the dragon horn. And that is the end of the dragon horn heist. What could possibly go wrong with giving him a dragon horn? Guess we'll find out in the main campaign, won't we? Why did we succeed? Why did we succeed? I, I Why did say. we all of this not die? <laughs> I mean, is going to be with the, the, the fire breathing. I thought for sure we were toast. Oh, I. Yeah, Norden, when, uh, we'll all will be shitting bricks in the main campaign. Yeah, Norm's going to be very unhappy when he hears about this. <laughs> when uh, when Aelendir finally gets away from the rest of the group. You, uh, Don Breaker will ask his question, so that's all he wanted. Which is where? So the party has dispersed, payments mm. ensued, and in a dimly lit tavern, oh, Aolandir okay. <laughs> pours you both uh, a drink. Hmm. And he swirls his whiskey in his shot glass, shoots it back, slams it on the mahogany bar top, and says, The gloom elf you're looking for resides in Red Willow. <laughs> Find your revenge there, Dawnbreaker. A debt pay. Thank you. 
And that is really where we'll end the dragon horn heist. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna skirt past that. And we're just gonna smooth that over. Nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. What? What? We hope you enjoyed this production of Fables of Latour. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes, and give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter for any future updates.